All right, welcome to episode 13 of Mirror Finish, the official podcast of Great Lakes Stainless. Today, we had the second part of Todd Borse. Another great conversation. Todd's a really interesting guy. We talked about bow fishing, which is something that I don't know anybody that does, and so it was really cool to hear him talk about it. Uh, just a reminder, we are still hiring. We have got uh, new positions up on the website. Uh, if you want to contact us, mirrorfinish at greatlakestainless.com is the email. Find us on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Travis was uh, saying during the, the podcast that uh, we got a lot of stuff probably coming down the pipe. Looks to be busy for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So usually it it slows down, you know, in the winter, but a little bit from yeah. what it sounds like we got I think we're gonna be pretty down. pretty steady. Nice. Pretty steady. Nice. So yeah, we we need help. We need people. So check out the website or just come on by. I don't know if we've ever told anybody like physically where we're at on the podcast. I mean you can go on the website and find it, but Yeah, I don't think we have. It's, yeah, it's just west of Chum's Corners, uh Stepkey Court. And we're right at the back, all the way at the end of the cul-de-sac. Come on in and drop off a resume, fill out an application. Uh, definitely get a hold of us. Uh, we still only had the one the email, but I have a, I made a separate folder in my email. It says podcast fan mail. And, ah, uh, it's, there's one in there? Yeah. You know what else we should do? We should offer some sort of prize to anybody that comes in and drops off a resume and mentions that they heard it on this podcast. Ooh, I like I it. don't know what, but... I like it. Um, yeah. Maybe just a handshake and a hug or something, but... Yeah. All right. Free hugs. Yeah. There you go. It'll, we're going to decide who's going to give you the hug later, yeah. but, you know. Yeah, we'll draw straws. Yep. Or so. paper, rock, scissors or something. Yeah. Yeah, you come in and mention that you're here because you heard, heard it on the podcast. Yeah, get a handshake. handshake. At least, yeah. At least. Yeah. We'll still decide on the hug. And a free plug on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, for whatever you want. You got a podcast? You got a side business? Yeah. You just want to talk about your favorite band? Man, whatever. Yeah. Just or tell us. And say hi to your mom and we'll mention it. We are desperate. Yes, God. we're desperate. <laughs> desperate for some, some adoration. Yeah. <laughs> fill, the, fill the void inside. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, all right. So, yeah, um, again, second part of uh, Todd uh, Borse. Um, great conversation, interesting guy. And uh, take a listen and enjoy. Sorry about being late. Oh, no worries, man. Mike's got that big meeting, so... Nick is in the big man's chair? No. I gotta be out of here about a quarter after. I gotta be out the door a quarter after three. Oh, okay. So there yeah. get that one off the bus. So sure. Yeah, sure, no worries. No worries. What's uh how's things going, man? Good. Yeah? Good, real good, yeah. What's this week brought for you as far as second shift? Uh oh more tabletops. Yeah? Yeah. Sure. What's quoting look like? They're busy, man. Yeah? Yeah. That's good. A lot, of, a lot of stuff that we think's happening. Actually, we got a couple verbal go-aheads on some pretty big quotes today. So Cool. Yeah. Wood cabinets are ramping up. Are they really? Oh, yeah. Some. I, I think something happened with the other vendor and our customer mm. as far as the business relationship. Ah. So, because we were asked not too long ago, do you guys have more wood capacity? Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> they took that to heart. 
Huh. And I was a bit aggressive with my scheduling, so because we had nothing at the time. Right. The board was almost clear, and I've never seen it like that. Yeah. So now we're, the dates that I gave them are a little ambitious. Welcome to sales. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, but, yeah, we're just got a lot of stuff to do, and we just need more people. I know we're hiring. There is There are new positions up on the website, so. I went, yeah, what was it, last week I walked through the shop, and I'm like, there's a lot of people here I don't recognize now. Yeah. It's crazy, man. Yeah, man. There's, well, there's I've only been here uh, not quite three months yet, yeah. and I've seen yeah. several new people already. Yeah. There's just doing all that copper. There's like Joel, Anthony, um, what was the other dude's name? There's Ken, uh, James, the welder. No? <laughs> nope. Not ringing a bell, huh? So, um, well, when we had spoke earlier, we had talked about that one true three uh, thing. So were you able to come up with uh, some uh, things? Uh, I, I don't know. What I, I, What would you like to know? <laughs> well, um, I guess uh, if just um, like when we played with Scott, it was just three things that only one or what was it? Two of them are true. One mm-hmm. of them is fake. I'm still running the game. And we have to guess which one is, is the fake one. So you would just say three things about yourself, but one of them is not true. Travis and I had talked about doing that, doing an episode with maybe just the three original hosts to do that. Uh, that'd be that'd be a good solid, yeah, good solid podcast that we get a lot of content out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think I've already thought of mine. Yeah, yeah. Don't tell me. No, nope. <laughs> not gonna give you any time to think about it. Good. And so, what do you got, Todd? Ah, uh, well, let's see. Uh, I once set a school record in the 100-yard dash. Okay. I fly airplanes. Okay. Oh, I'm homeless. Okay. <laughs> um, when you say airplanes, is it remote control or pilot, like full-size? Like full-size. Oh, okay. All right. So. Well, I know which one I hope isn't true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so... 100-yard dash record, planes, pilot, legit, full-size pilot, and homeless. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think I'm with Travis. I mean, I could certainly, I could certainly see the 100-yard the dash. There's, there's nothing about any of them that makes me think they're fake except homeless, just playing the odds. So I'm going to go with that one. I'm going to go with that one being the fake. I don't, I'm going to agree with you on that. Okay. Yeah. There's nothing that jumps out to me about the other two that is a red flag. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like, you don't know people. People have all kinds of talents and stuff that you just don't know about. Yeah. So Actually, I, I'm you know, going I'm going to say the, I'm going to say flying airplanes is the fake. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say flying airplanes is fake. Okay. Which one's a fake? Uh, the flying airplanes. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Right on, man. I thought the homeless one was just crazy enough. Like, I'm like, well, maybe he's in between places right now. Okay. Whatever you know what I mean. Where hey, you know. Okay. Yeah. Right, you know it's interesting because my daughter works at Goodwill Inn and she places people with homes and jobs that come to oh, okay. Goodwill Inn. Yeah, I knew that from talking with Josh. Oh, that's right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. 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 Uh, so hundred yard dash. 
What, yeah, what was it was. The uh, it, uh, I don't remember the exact times. Sure. I mean, because it was in seventh grade. Okay. <laughs> uh, but it was actually uh, during uh, what we called field day. Oh, I remember that. I remember yeah. that field day. Yep. Okay, so it was unofficial. Okay. But uh, uh, after I ran it, the coach of the team, you know, the school team, came up and tried to recruit me for the team because he said, uh-huh. you just beat the school record. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. But I wasn't exactly a jock. Okay. You know. Just, uh, yeah. yeah, I'm quick, but <laughs> thanks for no thanks. Yeah, it was kind of the idea. I wasn't, you know, into that so much. Okay. Um, so are you comfortable about talking about? Uh, the homelessness? Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. It's because you know, I just like, it, it, like it, I tell every guest that comes on here if there's something you do not want to talk about, then tell us and we will not. I don't want to be that type of podcast where you know some freaking you know uh, news jerks will just poke and prod somebody just to get a conversation out of them. I don't want to be like that. I want the guests to feel totally comfortable. Okay. Yeah, no, it's it's it, it's not as bad as it sounds. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> I own 10 acres out in, uh, near Thompsonville. Mm. Uh, What's up by me, man? I'm, I'm outside of Thompsonville. Travers yeah. is just a few miles really? away. Carlin. Uh, corner of Traverse Road and Carlin Roads. Oh, okay. North yep. end of Traverse Yep, yep, Road. that's right. Josh did say that. Yep. So, um, yeah. I'm uh, on Wallen Road off mm-hmm. of 669. Okay. Uh, to the west. Uh, Wallen Road goes east and west, and to the west is the dirt road. Okay. To the east is paved, goes okay. back towards Grass Lake Dam, that area. Okay, so if you hit, um, like, the four corners in Thompsonville where the, the guns and ammo shop is, yep. if you had, if you turn right there, you're up that way? Uh, you would go uh, back north on 669. Okay. Uh, Wallen Road is about three miles. Okay. If you were coming from Thompsonville on 669 headed north, you would turn left onto Wallen. Gotcha. That's a nice area up there. I like that. Oh, it's actually beautiful. Like I said, I've got 10 acres there. I I bought it outright cash. Nice. And then I put up a 30 by 50 pole barn, and I'm in process of putting an apartment in the back uh, 20 by 30 of it. Yeah. So I'll have a thirty by thirty garage slash shop. Sure. Yeah. And then a twenty by thirty yeah, apartment. Your apartment back there. Oh, yeah. Um, I like that. Uh, so currently I'm staying. I have a uh, uh, travel trailer that mm. I got parked yeah. out there. Sure. Um, interesting thing. The the it's totally off the grid. Really. The, the nearest power line's a mile away. Right now. <laughs> oh, cool. Really. So uh, my electric is either. 12 volt with inverter yeah. or uh, you know pay for it by the gallon yeah generator, generator. Are there any, do you have any plans to eventually hook up to the electric grid? well actually uh, just last week uh, Cherryland came through and flagged it for oh. underground cable oh right. now not quite as far down as my property but I'm getting in contact with them find out what's going on and yeah cool yeah, uh, so possibly, possibly they are running. That's uh, nice. There you go. Yeah, I, um, the guy that used to own the Carlin Inn, he has property off Duck Lake, I think. 
And he had a similar setup, a pole barn with just a living space in the back. And man, that, it was cool. Yeah. It was just, even just living off the grid though, there's something about that that appeals to me. Like your buddy that moved up to Alaska. Yeah. He was showing yeah. me pictures. Yeah. Guys just, just moved to Alaska. Bought a 40 year old cabin. Had, hasn't been lived in in 30 years. Nice. Just insane view off the porch of the cabin. But it's roughing it, you know. Oh, right, it's right. It's really rough. And, it, and it's, like you say, roughing it, you know. I've got an outhouse and yep. I pounded down a pitcher pump well, you know. Oh, old did you really? Like, wow. Oh, yeah, yeah hand pounded it down. No, no shit. Holy <laughs> <laughs> shit. It was, it was about a six pack job. Yeah, yeah. okay. Six pack. <laughs> That's not bad, really, you know. Oh, wow. That, there's something that appeals to me about simplifying. Yeah. Just living off. Off the grid. I mean, why do you need to know what's going on on Facebook? Why do you need to know? Just, you know. Well, I, I, I still do have cell phones. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, yeah, sure. Yeah. No, but, I would, uh, that, that's another, that's an extension of my body is my cell phone. I could not. It'd <laughs> be <laughs> cutting off a part of me. I'm to, I'm to that point, unfortunately. No, that's really cool, though. That's how you're doing it. That's, yeah. Yeah, and, and I'm, I've, I've done everything with cash. So right. I, I nice. own nothing. That's that's really good. Yeah, you know, which yeah. is is nice, and it's a little slower. Well, yeah, you but know. But uh, when I'm all said and done, which now should probably be probably by next summer, I'll be able to move in. Gotcha. Okay. You know, fully move in. Yeah. yeah. So have you spent <clears throat> a winter in the travel trailer yet? Um, I've spent time out there. Okay. Uh, my mom goes to Florida every winter. Okay. So I house sit. Nice. That's a good in the, in the winter time for That's her. Nice. But uh, yeah, I you know uh, all through deer season and yeah. and yeah. you know my brother comes up from downstate. He's uh, hunted there quite a bit. Sure. We've we've taken uh, uh, well he between him and his boy they usually take on an average two deer a year That's off the nice. property. Nice. That's nice. I remember hearing about a guy who had, I think, 80 acres, and he fed the deer like crazy. And if you went, to hit a pole barn too, if you went into the pole barn, there was just heads everywhere, not a tag to be seen. And it's like, <laughs> so what's up with that? My deer. They're born uh, yeah. and raised on this property. I feed them to my deer. I'm like, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how long you're going to be able to get away with that, but yeah. I don't have a problem with someone doing something like that for, you know, necessity, feeding their family, whatever, you know. uh, Personally, I just soon do it legal like, you know. Yeah, I mean. Uh, (laughs) Less headache, man. Uh, And and there is something to be said. The money goes to helping sustain the herd and it goes to the Oh, that's exactly right. It's not Uh, like somebody's just popping. Your your animal rights groups don't seem to realize that most of the money for conservation of an animal and property comes from licenses and excise tax on all ammo, all fishing equipment, all guns, all, uh, you know, fishing poles, all that contributes to the actual conservation and preservation of the wildlife we have. And from what I read, or from what I've read, that is also true in like Africa on the big game preserves, you know, because there's a lot of controversy with big game hunting and what was it? Is it Jimmy John's? Yeah, Jimmy John's. And guy. that one, that one lady, 
that I don't remember her name, but she posted a, a picture of her with like some rare giraffe, and people it just exploded. It's like, you know, yeah. my personal thing is like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, it's not something I would do. But then the, um, but the, the, like the national parks and the governments over there are like, yeah, we we get it, but these are very expensive hunts, and the money does go to the national park. Right, right. and uh, a little backstory on that lady with the giraffe yeah it wasn't a rare giraffe okay. they, they called it a black giraffe that's what it was i heard that and uh what it was was just an uh an old giraffe ah. uh they tend to get dark as they as they get older and this one was actually pretty much done uh breeding for the useful life you know uh yeah it wasn't like it was a a rarity you know albino or anything like that you know i mean it was it was a legitimate kill and you know uh, the meat never gets wasted right either the hunter donates it to the to the neighboring tribes yeah because i don't think you can bring the meat Back, like she was American, right? Yeah. So yeah, I don't. You can't bring it back. I don't think no. they're like, no, you're not bringing that crazy bush meat back in this country. It's got to stay over there. I mean, we don't want some kind of right. weird Nairobi parasite eating up all whatever you know, <laughs> right, coming over here. Right. So yeah, I mean, you're right. It, it goes to the locals, and um, yeah, I think definitely that's something that lends itself to more investigation before judgment. Yeah. Like, even there was that dude not too long ago that caught that. 14-foot hammerhead shark. Right. I don't remember where it was, but it ended up dying. And, of course, everybody wanted to crucify the guy. And he's like, you don't get it. I, you know, we did everything we possibly could to save this animal. You know, and it was some fluke that had happened that it ended up dying. And, yeah, yeah. like, he, he does that often as far as that type of fishing. And he's like, we take, you'd be surprised at the effort we go to or go through to, right? You know, do right it catch and release. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and again, people have the argument: well, you shouldn't do it in the first place. It's like, yeah, but again, it is it does generate revenue to help sustain it. And it's like, as far as hunting up here, like I, I personally don't hunt, whatever. But at the same time, I recognize that the the institution of hunting is a win win. It's like it controls the herd; people can eat off of it. And it provides a lot of revenue for the DNR. Plus, it funds industry. Yeah. I mean, you've got guns, ammo, all the clothing, all that stuff, all the accessories and stuff. That's a business. People work for those companies. And yep. it's, like, it's just a, a win-win. You don't have to agree with it. But right. you do have to recognize its place in society. And it's like, if you think there's a better alternative, then suggest it. Until then, yeah, it works pretty damn well, I think. And if you were to get rid of hunting, you know, the people would start complaining about all the car yes. deer accidents. Exactly. Where all these deer come from? And well. the farmers <laughs> would start complaining about all the crop yes. damage. Yes. You know, uh, there are actually more deer in the state right now than there was in the 1800s. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because of the controlled hunting right yeah you know yeah not only that but it's it's uh it controls the the number of predators as well because if you get larger deer herds then you have more predators well you get more predators they're also going to attack livestock it's going to be a lot easier to kill a cow than it is to chase down a deer it's it's just 
And cats and dogs. And cats and yep. dogs, yeah. <laughs> well, it's interesting yeah. you say that because there, do you remember, there was, I don't remember, it was like medieval times, I think, one of the, uh, one of the sources of the current werewolf legend is uh, a series of wolf attacks in France. Um, what researchers notice is that when, um, it's like, yeah, they, they came and they went. Well, the reason they went is because of the, the source of food changed. Yeah. You know, it's like once it got to the point where it couldn't sustain that number of yeah. predators, it dropped. But then it went back up and the wolves got hungry yeah. and they started attacking people. Yeah. So it's interesting that, that, that how that affects stuff. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking along the same kinds of uh, lines of that, you were telling me about you're into bow fishing. Oh, I love it. Oh, no kidding. That, yeah. That's tell us cool. about that yeah. because that just fascinates me. I just think that I, oh, I, don't, know, I don't know anybody that's done that. So. Oh, it's a riot. It's a riot. I've uh, uh, mostly around here do it in the springtime for uh, suckers, uh, carp, uh, bowfin, you know, dogfish. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and it's just a riot. You get so much shooting in when the fish are running. I normally do it on, uh, say, like the Betsy River. Oh, sure. Or uh, the little Betsy that runs through Interlock in there. Mm-hmm. That's a good good spot. You can stand right on the bridge. Mm. Uh, north hang, or south side of Green Lake? Uh, Diamond Park Road. Okay, yeah, right off Diamond Park. Yeah, yeah, where it crosses the Betsy River right on that sharp curve, or yeah, the yeah. little Betsy. Yeah, I've taken my kayaks up there off the north end of Green Lake as far as I could a few times. Oh, okay, no, yeah. Just, it's just that real little creek, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. and uh, in the springtime, it gets loaded with suckers running. I did not know that. Oh, yeah. And, that is uh, really shallow, too. Yeah, it's shallow enough you can wade. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, we, we take a lantern hang it off the bridge to light the water up under the bridge. No kidding. And then we'll stand there, and uh, I use my bow and arrow. And it's a riot. Uh, uh, you get a lot of shooting in. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's it's fast-paced. Uh, so you're not nice. sitting there like when you're yeah. hunting deer yeah, and you're yeah. waiting hours <laughs> and hours for awake. something <laughs> to do. No, it, uh, and, it's, and it's a lot of fun. It's challenging because the fish aren't where you see them. That's right, because refraction. Water so refracts. Be... You know, like if you put a pencil in a glass yeah, of water, yeah. you see two different... Yeah, broken. Yeah. Yeah. broken yeah. So you, you have to shoot below the fish okay. in order to hit where the fish is going. I mean, your aim right. has to be below. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the farther a fish is out from you, the lower you actually have to shoot. Huh, okay. Um so you try to take as close as shots, you know, as, yeah, as sure. straight down as possible. But then you get other uh, factors in there. You've got the water moving, mm-hmm. which affects the arrow once it enters the once water. It hits. Yeah, uh, sure. If you're doing it on a boat, uh, then you've got the motion of the boat that you've got to continue. Yeah, I was going to say everything's moving. Yeah, everything's <laughs> moving all the time. Yeah, the fish challenge. is moving. You're yeah. moving. The water's moving. Uh, so I'm like. One for ten. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that know. makes sense, though. It yeah. sounds incredibly hard. Yeah, uh, and and I don't have any, you know, like sights or anything on my ball. I just shoot instinctively. And now, what right. special equipment do you need? Um, basically, uh, uh, a reel on your bow, and they make several different kinds. Um, 
they you can get a regular open face reel oh, okay. that with a mount that'll go on the stabilizer yeah, mount stabilizer on the ball. Oh, yeah. right up front there. Yeah, okay. and then you actually just screw the reel in there and uh when you open the bale, you have a arrow. Now the arrow is uh, usually uh, solid fiberglass, okay, and it has no fletching on it, no feathers. Okay, so it's just the shaft with a, a fish point on it. Okay, um, which has barbs uh-huh. so that once it goes into the fish, it holds on. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, it back out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So it doesn't pull back out. Um, and then there's another type of reel, which is just a big spool that attaches to your bow. And then they've got another, which I use, and I can't think of the brand name right now, but uh, it's a bottle, and there's two wheels that compress on the spring when you pull a trigger. So, And it's got a crank. So the string is drawn back into the bottle by being squeezed between the two rubber mm. wheels. Right, right. Uh, and the way that works, it gives zero drag on your arrow when you shoot it. Right. Because it doesn't have to spin off of right. something. It's a straight-out shot. That's nice. Yeah, you can actually take the bottle with just the string and turn it upside down, and it'll pour out oh, God, the string. Just, oh. just by itself. Like I said, it's zero drag. Um, I did finally uh, uh, complete one of my bucket lists. Okay. which was stingray bow hunting or bow fishing in the Gulf of Mexico. Nice. Yeah, we uh, uh, went out. It was a charter. Mm-hmm. We did, they, It was a bow fishing charter. and uh, mm-hmm. I was working in uh, Dothan, Alabama at the mm-hmm. time, so I was close to the Gulf. Sure. And uh, we just, uh, one of the people I worked with, we booked a charter and went out. We ended up getting five stingrays that night. Cool. So how yeah. deep was the water where you guys went? Um, probably we stayed 15, 20 feet. You, uh, still, it's... Yeah, but the fish, you know, are usually suspended somewhere. Okay. You know, yeah. they're not necessarily on bottom all the time. Okay. Even the stingrays that come, that come up? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. I guess my, every... When they're moving around, say if you're in like 15 feet of water, the, they would be moving from spot to spot, say at 7 feet. Oh, okay. You know, halfway. Yeah. But that's a riot. Uh, I've still got the stinger of one hanging from the mirror of my truck. <laughs> cool. has, that was my trophy. Yeah. yeah. How, big, how big were they? Um, probably on an average of... Oh, two and a half feet? Yeah, yeah two and, like and a half feet pieces. round. Yeah. You know. All right. And you can eat stinger, can't you? You can. You can. Yes. Okay. Uh, it's tasty. Yeah. <laughs> Easy to clean because there's really not a lot of bones. Right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You know, there are just a lot of cartilage in, yep. oh, okay. in, the, in the meat. My understanding is that some of your fake scallops are actually punched out of stingray. No kidding. Man, they think all kinds of shit. To... <laughs> <laughs> like right. that. Have you heard, you know, uh, Chilean sea bass? Have you heard yeah, that? Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard. I've heard of it. Yeah. It's South Atlantic cod. But oh, someone, really? Yeah. But someone in the 70s... Like copyrighted the name to be able to sell it under that and charge like three times as much. It's freaking cod. That's oh, wow. all it is. And, you know, and they, sea bass. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So, but like, I heard somewhere that uh, there's like just the the as far as dollar amount, the amount of seafood fraud annually is ridiculous. 
ridiculous. No kidding. Yeah. Like globally, it's something like $4 billion of it's fake seafood. Yeah. Fake, you know, like, like you said, yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, here's Stingray for 15 bucks a pound. Or yeah. not Stingray, Scouts. Scouts, scouts right. You know, because yeah. you know, for the big diver Scouts, man, shit, they'll get 20, 26 bucks a pound for those things. Yeah. Oh, and I love Scouts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah cook them right. It's just like a minute on one side, 30 seconds on the other, and some butter. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. But yeah, like in I the, just just heard something about scallops. I think it was France and Britain. England, yeah, they're getting like a yeah. fight over Got the into English the Channel. Scuffle. Yeah, over really, the, yeah, scallop wars in the English Channel. <laughs> and what was it? Uh, England, <coughs> England, or the fishermen asked like the British military to intervene. Or something like that. Yeah, I don't. I, I didn't read the full story. I just saw something about it where they the the French were supposedly encouraging on to <laughs> British waters, yeah. even though it was all international waters yeah. where they were at. But still, yeah, you know, it, oh, this is our water. No, we're fishing here. You know, yeah. it, they hate each other anyway. <laughs> they hate France. That's the last thing we need to start World War Three over some freaking or scallops. scallops. Yeah. yeah. So I think the British military was more annoyed than anything else. They're like, you want us to what? <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, right. They're, they're taking our scallops. It's like, military, yeah. don't care. Yeah. <laughs> no. When you say suckers, do you mean, is that like the eels? No, no, no. no. Uh, there's there's the like red horse suckers, okay. uh, white suckers. They're kind of almost like a carp type yeah. fish, oh, a little smaller yeah. though. Okay. Yep. Okay. And uh, a lot of people just call them garbage fish. Okay. Personally, they're really good, smoked. Oh sure. And pickled. Yeah, yeah okay. they're a little little greasier than a regular. They are than, a little greasier. Yep. Yeah, we used to fish for them up in East Jordan when I was a kid. Took oh, okay. Mansalona, we'd go up to East Jordan during the sucker run and fish for them. Oh sure. Yep. Netnum or. Yeah, uh, we we just fish for them off the docks. You know, oh, you couldn't okay. get them up there, but yeah, we just fish for them off the docks. And, yeah. Yeah, and they're really good pickled, too. Oh, and that takes care of all those little Y-bones that are in them. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, how bony they are? Yeah. Well, you pickle them, and the, the vinegar just dissolves the bones. No, no kidding. I don't know if you like pickled fish. I personally do. You know, I don't like crackers. And, yeah, I've yeah. had... Uh, the only pickled fish I've had is pickled herring. Yeah. Yeah, Man, it's it, good. You almost can't tell the difference oh, between sucker and <laughs> pickled herring. I'm in. It's good. Yeah, the only... I don't go fishing a lot, but around I used to go um, with some friends. I used to go out to Frankfurt uh, and get salmon out there, and man, freaking smoke that up! Or yeah, I'll tell you a little story about bow fishing. One time, a friend of me and 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 I were uh, up on Torch Lake, Mm -hmm. and uh, he had been telling me about all the gars he was seeing in the shallows. Well, I looked up the rules, and it was totally legal, you know, in Torch Lake, you know, because some lakes are off limits for bowing spearing. Oh, okay. Uh, so anyway, we decided we'd go out, and uh, we ended up getting about a dozen of them. And oh. if you've seen gar pike, mm-hmm. their mouth is just a gnarly bunch of teeth hanging every which sure. way. Yeah. I mean, they hang out of their mouth oh, when God. it's closed. Wow. Uh, yeah, they, they've got uh, quite... Quite the nasty-looking mouth. Hmm. Well, we had about a dozen of them. Uh, he was wanting them for his garden. Okay. Um, so we get back to the boat launch, and there's this family unloading all the little inner tubes and, you know, water toys. Yeah, and sure. 
couple of kids that were probably between five and ten years old. Okay. And as we're unloading the boat with these gnarly looking yeah. gar pike, the one kid looked at us and said, Did that come out of this lake? <laughs> I'm not going in there. <laughs> oh, yeah, and, everywhere. Uh, you know, I'm like, uh, Yeah. And I kind of looked at the father and he's going, Oh, yeah. No. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, I just shrugged my shoulders like, uh, uh, sorry, yeah. you know, but we left. I don't know if the kids ended up in the water or not, but oh, it was. <laughs> not going there. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like the River Monster. No. What is it? What's that show? With River Monsters? That yeah, River yeah. Monsters. Yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. Guy gets all that. What's that one? The Dorado or something down in South America? It's like freaking. It's like the mouth of a wolf, but in a fish or something like that. No, it, is that what am I thinking of? No, it wasn't Dorado. I can't remember what it is. I know it's funny you're talking about there because his teeth are yeah. you know, a couple inches long. That's yeah. Like, yeah. The hell? Yeah. I'm not getting freaking water with that thing. I wouldn't yeah. even get in a swimming pool at night. <laughs> That's a can. What? Yeah, there's a lot of garp. Like, is it the Long Lake or Lake Leelanau? I remember seeing a lot of them oh, there really? too. Yeah, they'd be seeing them in the shallows, just laying on the bottom. They're just long, skinny, narrow yep. fish, got a long snout on them. Uh, isn't Long Lake good for walleye too? Yes, it is good. Okay, yeah, yep. Long Lake's good for walleye and Swimmer's Edge. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Is there any place up here good for catfish? Is there a lot of catfish up here? Um, the the bays are actually pretty good for oh, catfish. Really? Uh, I've caught several, uh, like off the Elk Rapids oh. Dam, okay, pier, walkway, break wall, whatever you want to call oh. it. Yeah, they. Uh, uh, yeah, we used Real to snag ones. one once in a while up in East Jordan when we were fishing for sucker. Once in a while, you'd you'd catch a catfish yep. up there. Yeah, yep. I, that's one thing I miss from the South is a good catfish. I, oh, believe it or not, the place up here that I found that had the best catfish was freaking Chili's of all places. Really, and they don't carry it on the menu anymore because uh, it's just not a big item up here. They weren't selling. Have Have you been to too. Pearls? In Elk oh, Rapids? Yeah. Once, like a long time ago, but I bet they got a good one. I they they have a good catfish there, the uh, uh, Cajun. Yeah, yeah. Blackened catfish. Oh, uh, oh yeah. It's, so, it's good eating right there. You know, it's, I mean, don't get me wrong, I like uh, you know, salmon, walleye, whitefish, perch, all the the fish you get up here, but just catfish, I don't know. It's, that's the <laughs> next level yeah. for me, and then there's beyond that is the seafood, you know, which... I mean, you can't expect to get, like, you should not expect to go to the coast of Virginia and get good salmon. Right. You should not come here to expect good crab legs or, right, you right. know, stuff like that. It's just what's around. Yeah. You know, but still, I'm not willing to go to the casino and pay, like, 25 or 30 bucks for the buffet. Even though I'd get my money's worth and they'd probably kick me out. <laughs> like, you get another crab leg refill? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Back when Red Lobster used to have all-you-can-eat crab legs, my buddy and I, we were in college. Uh, we were both from the same area, so like we grew up eating them. We knew how to crack them and run through them quick. And even the the server was like, e- "You guys seriously want more? Like, yeah, bring it." And we ended up we tag or we taped the receipt up on the door of our dorm room because it was like eighteen inches long. Just refill, 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 refill. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was like thirteen or some refills. Did you did you hear about uh, PETA wanting to put up a memorial 
sign or whatever for that truck that crashed with the lobsters. I think it was in... What? I, did I didn't. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. Poor lobsters, <laughs> you know, died because they were in a car crash or oh truck crash or whatever, God. thrown out onto the highway. And there was a big article about it. And some of the comments on the article I read were, do these people realize they were on their way to their death anyway? Yeah. <laughs> you know? It was like three crosses on the side of the road for a freaking lobster. <laughs> yeah. Yep. They put they flowers out every year. Yeah, I remember hearing about it. I didn't. I didn't look into it, but I remember just hearing about it. And I'm like, yeah, well, let's. I'm just gonna ignore this. They just go too far. I, w- I wonder how many of them would step on a spider yeah. in their living room, and do they realize that crabs and lobsters are actually uh, part of the arachnid yeah. Yeah. family? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's funny because I have arachnophobia, but I'll eat the shit out of a crab. Right? <laughs> oh man, you can't, you can't stop me. Yeah. But yeah, it's just I think organizations like that would have a lot more credibility if they just dialed it back like twenty percent. You know, it's like, you know, there's there's stuff. If you have evidence, if you have legitimate arguments, go for it. But come on. Well, and you know, like that, nobody just, is really for cruelty to animals. No, if you do, you're a psychopath. But, yeah, you know, right. That's an extreme minority of people. Yeah. But, you know, uh, humans are omnivores and have been since the beginning of time. Yeah. You know, uh, we, we made the cow what it is by... Uh, domesticating. Yeah, it was yeah. the European. You know, uh, uh, they, for yeah. the purpose of feeding us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although I would still try, I do want to try that lab grown meat just to see what it tastes like. I'm, I'm just curious. You know, I've heard about that. I'm not so sure I'd be right off the bat into trying. I guess I would try it because I've tried, I've yeah, tried yeah. all kinds of strange, yeah. you know, foods, but. What 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 are some that stick out in your mind? Like some crazy uh, crazy stuff. I don't know. I've eaten rattlesnake. Okay. I've eaten rattlesnake. Uh, you have too. Yeah. 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 I have never had. I mean, uh, is it taste like chicken? Like the whole cliche well, is? Uh, uh, yeah. I guess you could. You know, everything tastes like chicken if it's not yeah. chicken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's real bony. Oh, well, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. You only get a couple of little strips of good meat, like off the back. Wow, yeah, makes sense. you know, on either side, the rest of it. When uh, I had it, a guy brought it into works when I lived out west, and uh, yeah. they used to go up to his family's property every year and have a rattlesnake shoot. Okay. And, oh, nice. Uh, yeah, they they made them into egg rolls. They put them in. They'd have oh. some rice, some vegetables. Rattlesnake meat, all right. Some spices and stuff, and they put it in a wonton wrap. Throw it in the deep fryer. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sounds good. It's really good. I mean, you could wrap anything in a wonton. <laughs> deep fry it, it's, it's, probably. Yeah, oh, yeah. Man. I actually had it in a restaurant down in Florida. Okay, uh, it was just a little mom and pop type restaurant that specialized in kind of crazy stuff. They had alligator, oh, and okay. rattlesnake, and uh, uh, you know wild boar. You know that type of stuff. Have I had? I think I might have had boar. Like I'm just here at Stella's. I've had boar a couple of times. Have you? Wild boar burger at that place in New York. Oh, you remember you tell me about that? Yeah, wild boar burger with duck bacon and pineapple on it. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, What's what's some other stuff that you've had? Off the wall Uh, stuff. Oh, I don't know. Uh, uh, Pickled squid. Oh, really? Uh, It was pretty good, and the 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 
what I had, a friend of mine's sister had actually brought it up from Florida. Okay. And it, it wasn't like the calamari that you get in a restaurant right, or whatever. Right, sure. This was actually the whole squid oh. pickled, but they were only three to four inches long. Right. Okay. And they pickled the whole thing, and you just, mm. you know, stuck them with a toothpick and ate them, you know, like an hors d'oeuvre. I'm trying to think of some crazy wow. stuff I've had. I don't know. I guess one thing that sticks out is I had uh, squid ink pasta, and the sauce oh, had yeah. squid ink in it too. Oh, oh and yeah. I'm I'm like I'll I'll try anything stuff the way stuff looks doesn't bother me or whatever I don't care. That's the one time I can remember it was served, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. It just the look ah. turned me off. It's delicious. It's one of the best things I've ever had in my life. Okay. Oh, I mean, it was in, it was in Venice. So I mean, I, I think of anywhere they yeah. probably know how to do it. Right. Yeah. Right. It, but yeah. Oh. But, but I haven't really had a whole lot of crazy stuff. What about you? You said you had rattlesnakes. Yeah, rattlesnake. Um, all sorts of. I had a lot of weird meats. There's a Brazilian, like barbecue place. Okay. Where, where they basically, you pay for your meal and then they just bring carts of meat around and it's just like all sorts of weird meats and oh okay I want that I want that so there's all sorts of weird stuff sure. in there I keep trying to think of some of the weirder stuff a lot of it was just like you know a lot of wild game stuff your elks you know different okay. different deer families things like that but I don't know I think I remember somebody having like kangaroo jerky mm. or something like that and I don't know alright yeah hmm. Well, Todd, what's next for you out there? What are we going to be working on tonight? Um, probably more tabletops. Okay. Just cranking them out. Yep. Have they got you on working on any of that copper or anything? I know half the shop seems to be. Um, no, not that. so much. Okay. Um, uh, I did a little sanding on some of them, yeah. but, uh, you know, that's about it. Okay. Did you ever get a chance to look up art gouging I yet? did. Isn't that cool? I did look it up. That was very cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they even they had some... Um, they uh, there's something with the camera. I don't know. They put a welding helmet in front of the camera. Oh, okay. And then they took it off so you could see it, like right. if you were looking at it. And yeah, you're right. It's just fireworks. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. It's cool though. But, yeah, they were doing just like you said. It was like a T joint, and just cut yeah. you know the weld right out. And yeah, so yeah. I did look it up. That was pretty. Yeah, you just do a lot of stuff with that. It's uh, not surgery, but I mean, well, yeah. It serves a purpose. It's a real good repair tool. Yeah, sure. For, for cracks and broken welds yep. and yeah, things like just that. Just to blow all the old stuff out of there yep. and yeah, start would, fresh. Yeah, I would think especially if you know you're working on something that some hack worked on before, and you're just like, God, what am I going to do with this? Well, and, and get rid of it all. And even things like uh, uh, a bucket that's got the teeth on it. Mm-hmm. Well, the the teeth are pinned on to what is the 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 tooth socket or the uh, we call them the tooth shank. Okay. The shank is actually welded to the bucket. Okay. And then the the, the actual tooth is just pinned onto that. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you wear those out. You've got to cut that shank off. Oh. And sure. that's another place where that comes in real handy sure. to peel the the. the tooth holder yep. off the bucket without destroying the bucket. Okay. Yep. So could would a plasma cutter 
work just as well, or is that kind of for a different application? It's, that's kind of for a different... They, you, a lot of your plasma cutters actually have a gouge setting ah, on them nice. to where you can do that. Sure. But uh, I don't find it as accurate, you know, as precise as using the art gouger. I guess that makes sense because the plasma cutter just cuts and just blows right through, but with the art gouger... You know, yeah. you have control over how deep you go, too, right? Right, ah, yeah. that's the difference. There you go. Yep, nice. Yeah, you yeah. can take a little tiny bit, or you can take a lot, you know. Yeah, whatever. Whatever however, well, yep. I know what I'm getting for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you got a power source to run it? I got 120 now. That's all I got. But um, I'm thinking about running 240 because our daughter's got a, a hybrid, a Volt. Oh, okay. yeah. Charge a lot quicker on 240. Oh, yeah. oh sure. So, right. And the guy, I, I talked to an electrician, he's like, Look, man, I, he says, I'm swamped. It'd be hard for me to get you in. He says, But I can walk you through it. Just get the parts and I can walk you through it. Well, like, no actually, problem. doesn't most houses have 220? It's just a matter yeah, of putting the, the right breaker. Putting the right breaker. Yeah, and and just man. running it up to yeah. the garage. That's it. Yeah, yeah I yeah. have 220 for my oven. For what else do I have? Oh, sure. A water heater. You just yeah. need to throw a breaker in and yep. run yep. some wires. And my smoker is on two two forty. Nice. <laughs> so. hmm. yeah. I'll have to I'll have to bring yeah. you some suckers oh, this yeah. spring. Yeah. Right. <laughs> let, let you try some of them. Yeah, because it's I had because I I um I had a propane water heater when we built the house. I don't know what the hell I was thinking. It's it seventy five gallon, which is a ridiculous waste of money. And switch to a, a like a fifty gallon electric um, that I installed, and then I had an electrician come in and local. I had to just run a, uh, I put a breaker and ran a plug, and he's like, "You, you can't do a plug, dude. That's against code because the pro, you know, when you oh, have a connection like sure. that, it'll heat up." Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Okay, so he did it. He put his own breaker in, so I had a spare thirty amp, two twenty or two forty volt breaker in there, and um, I'm like, I gotta use that for something. So I just I, I I converted an old freezer into a smoker. Oh, and just nice! Hard wired it into the house. Nice. So, yeah, definitely bring me anything. I'll we'll get it going. Get smoked up. We're gonna be doing ribs tomorrow. So. <laughs> I think you should take Paul bow fishing. Yeah. Get his own suckers. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> cool. All right, Todd. Appreciate it, man. Thanks Alrighty. for coming back. And, Not a problem. Uh, yeah, I had a good time. Good Absolutely. Yeah. We'll have to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, tell your friends we're open for guests. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, we'll talk to anybody. All right. So, cool. Thanks, man. Thank you. I got a little story. So I thought, I thought I had pinworms over the. You know what pinworms are? No, I don't. So it's really something only kids get. Okay. It's it's butthole worms. Is what they had that. I thought I had them because popped squat, and it was itching like I'm serious monkey butt. Serious, like it was itching like crazy. All right. <laughs> so I'm like, man, this is, and it's not like you could. You could tell it wasn't the run of the mill monkey butt. This was next level. I'm serious, yeah. Monkey butt. Clinical. Yeah, I thought. And so it was right before I took a shower. So I was in the shower. I got the washcloth, and I'm just 
scrubbing away, just digging, you know, because something's wrong. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, I pull the washcloth away, and there's little, like, pale, little, like, curly things, and little white, tiny, like, discs. I'm like, what the hell is this? I got to looking closer. You know what it was? What? Quinoa. Quinoa, yes. (laughs) Oh, boy. Because, and then I remembered, (laughs) we had had... uh, um, Sue had made, uh, I don't remember what it was, but it was like a like a Mediterranean salad, but it had quinoa as the base. I was relieved, a little horrified, but I was relieved. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so I think I laughed out loud in the shower. Sue so was like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, uh, I thought I had bed worms. Yeah. What are you do? Turns out, had quinoa. Quinoa. Dude, that was, I'm still going to eat quinoa. It's not turn me off from it. Well, now you know. Yeah, now I know what to expect. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was like, this is going to be a tough conversation to have at the doctor's. Yeah. If I had not recognized it. Oh, that would have been great. <laughs> uh, that would have been great. Schedule yourself an appointment. Yes. To find out I was, I had quinoa. Well, Pretty sure the insurance company would have paid for that. Probably not. It's probably not. <laughs> anyway, any poop stories? No real good ones, no. No. Been good on the Bristol scale lately? Yeah, uh, actually, right healthy as a horse, been eating good, lots of exercise, nice. so, yeah, been good. Good? Good. Things are moving smooth, quick, All you right. know? Yep. Yeah. All right. 